It does. Yeah. All right. We laugh. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode nine. Are we on nine? I believe so. I think we are on nine already. We had two eights, so this is a nine. We had two, <laughs> <laughs> and we are knights of the unknown. Oh, that's right. I like it. Coming at you live from our loft. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to some mentions. Let's get to some people who have been supporting us, and uh, kind of give them a little recognition. We appreciate you guys very much. What do we got, Bev? We got our Facebook fan, Roxy Nicole Laura. Roxy Nicole, she's always always supporting us, man. That's right. Hey, Roxy, you need to get out there and tell people what they're missing. Tell them all the pointless shit we talk about. <laughs> and Bobby, Random. back in NC, I appreciate you, brother. Still listening and whatnot. But uh, anyways, let's get, uh, let's get on to the topic at hand. We are talking about dreams today. Oh, dreams and what they mean. I think we can all relate to that. To you. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> positively. <laughs> yeah, positively. You don't right? even know. I'm starting to think that Bev is not prepared, even though she's probably the most prepared. <laughs> it throws off my game when uh, the intro doesn't go the way that it usually does. How is it supposed to go? I'm Michael. <laughs> Oh, I'm Sean. <laughs> Thanks, guys, and I'm Michael. <laughs> and I'm Sean. I'm over here waiting to go, I'm Bev. <laughs> well, I told she's Bev, it. so there you go. <laughs> God. Ruined it, Michael, without her saying my name. <laughs> it just threw me for a loop. My bad, guys. And <laughs> if you haven't noticed, we don't have Todd with us tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Todd couldn't make it. He had a long day at work. He has better things to do, probably. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't like us anymore. <laughs> yeah, Todd, if you're listening to and this. And this is one of the topics he was most excited about. I'm pretty sure it was his idea. It, it was. <laughs> it was at the end of the last episode, right when he walked out. We yeah, were discussing he was what like, to talk oh, about I know next. what we could talk about. Let's talk about dreams and what they mean, because he's been having this reoccurring dream that sounded really interesting. Well, he was having, like, sleep paralysis. Well, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, that's I, right. Yeah. Todd and I both su- suffer from, um, like, a nightmare disorder. Yeah. Um, where... Like we dream very vividly, um, like, like lucidly I, though, um, or just sometimes. Vividly? Okay, sometimes okay. it's so lucid. Sometimes you know you're dreaming. Sometimes you don't. Right, um, and then sometimes uh, we go, we do that thing where we wake up and it feels like there's something sitting on your chest and oh, you shit. can't move your body. Yeah. Um, so he, him, and I talk That's about probably dreams Sean. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Get off me! Get off me, John! <laughs> Sleep on your side of the bed. Never. No, that's the other way around. <laughs> that's the other way well, around. Well, yeah, because another, um, another like quote unquote side effect or effect of this disorder is that I move a lot. I don't actually. Yeah. I don't have um, restless leg syndrome. No, it's um, oh. it's it's. I'll actually it get like to that, it. Kind of ish. Kind of okay. Yeah. So anyway, so this was his idea. Right. And then he's not here. So we miss you, Todd. We hope yeah. your days get better. And your dreams. And your dreams. Sweet you dreams. Know. So. Made of thee. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. No wonder I have nightmares. We'll get to that later. <laughs> creepy song corner. We'll play that in Inner Sandman. Oh, that's yeah. That's a creepy song shit. There's yeah. Like, oh, that's something I should have looked into. Songs about dreams. Yeah. Why There's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. More than you would expect about. to be. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so uh, just Go a couple ahead. like tidbits about what dreams yeah. are and why we dream. Okay. Um, so y- your dreams normally occur in what they call the uh, the REM cycles, which is right. um, rapid eye movement. I, I don't right. know why they call which it that. Which is creepy, though. Right? That's like, kind of creepy. Even when you think about that word, it sounds Like your creepy. eyes are just darting around underneath your eyelids. Well, you know, right? I do usually like stay up. Bumps. Yeah, I do usually stay up later <laughs> than bed, and I can see her dreaming. You see her eyelids? Yeah. You see her eyes moving around under there? I, I totally get why they call it REM, because you yeah. you do. You see the person's eyes moving, like, My poor like they're just rapidly going. Sh- right? <laughs> Bev's yeah. eyes roll back. Uh, right. Opens it. The pupils are gone. Yeah. It is weird, and it makes you wonder, like, why do your eyes do that? Like, if it's just, if dreams come from your brain or your consciousness or whatever, why, why are your eyes associated to that? You know? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't know. Well, because in in your brain, okay, so in your brain, you're actually seeing these things. So y- your eyes are moving because your brain is associating that you're seeing things. Yeah, because and that's why okay. your body also releases. Th- and this is what I was going to talk about later. But anyway, you guys are wanting to hear this. Spoiler alert! <laughs> so, right? Um, there's there's a like a chemical that's released in your body that tells your body not to move while you sleep and while you dream. So people, you don't act okay. out your dream. Right. People yeah. with with oh, my disorder, shit. we don't release that chemical. So that's why we move and like I punch my husband in the middle of the <laughs> night and That has happened quite a few times <laughs> just to let you know. A couple. I have woken up to getting punched in the face. Okay, no. so yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Like the first year we were together. The first year we had moved in together, we were together like maybe six months at this time. Yeah. And we weren't really living together, but we were staying at each other's houses. Right. Like every night. A like lot. we would rotate. <laughs> right. And this night we were staying at my house. And I was living with my mom. <laughs> I was still in high school. Hey, hey, hey. But, you uh, don't need all the details. Okay. Yeah. No <laughs> details. Like no deets. <laughs> you don't need to oh, know hell the deets. No. <laughs> you don't need to know the deets. But anyway, so we were sleeping and all of a sudden. I woke up because I felt this fucking pain, like, right, right. in my face. And like a black eye. <laughs> she, Bev punched me right in the fucking face. And I was like, babe, what is going on? And she was like, I'm sorry, I was having a nightmare. I was like, wait, well, what? your nightmares in your head. <laughs> and, you know, it was, a, it was a shock to me. I didn't know what the hell was going on. That's when I found right. out that she was that she had night terrors and stuff. Oh, my God. And that God. was... I had heard about night terrors before well, that, but that's the first time I experienced it's it. It's not night yeah. terrors. Well, not night terrors, Be- but... Oh, oh okay. All so, right. yeah, night terrors are a little different. But yeah. that, that that's the reason why, like, So what do you call up, what you have? It, it's called um, REM, REM cycle behavior disorder. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah she like, acts out her dreams in the physical world. Like, it's kind of creepy sometimes. Now, I won't divulge <laughs> too much, all right? Because okay. it... You know, some of it's kind of personal. Right. But Like the whole thing. You know, <laughs> probably a couple of years after we had been together, we moved in together and whatever. Right. But uh, I had woken up in the middle of the night and, or actually I wasn't even asleep yet. Okay. I was still awake. <laughs> Let, 
I stay awake a lot later than Bev does. Okay? Yeah. Super late. Like, I'm I don't like think a Sean night sleeps, owl. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he does either. I get like four hours of sleep a night at most. <laughs> but anyway, so she started talking, and I thought she was talking to me. Right. You know, because she was just talking. There was right. no one else in the room. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Babe, what's wrong?" And I was having full-blown conversations with her in her dream. And actually, the first time this happened, yeah. it kind of freaked me out because it wasn't like I was hearing her have a conversation with someone else. <laughs> and she was answering your questions? Thi- well, this is going to sound really fucking weird and really creepy. Okay. And to this day, I don't think Bev believes me that this happened. But um, <laughs> so what happened was <laughs> I heard her... I heard her say my name, actually, and then I was talking to her. Right. But when I was talking to her, she was sleeping still. It wasn't her, though. <laughs> like, she was talking to me like she was someone else. And oh, she was shit. giving, she was, like, telling me all this fucking shit that I couldn't believe. Like, stuff that she wouldn't have known. Like what? Like, well, I don't want to get too deep into it, man. <laughs> Dude, just tell but, us. Like, Bev, can we talk about it? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Have I you guess. heard this story before? Uh, yes, and I don't believe it? him. Like, I mean, like, okay. okay if she don't believe it, then <laughs> maybe <laughs> it didn't happen, so you could talk about it. So I mean, all right. So at the time, like, I was, I was meditating like every day. I was really big into like a spiritual re- spirituality and stuff. Yeah. And like, I had certain certain like deities or spirits or gods, goddesses, whatever if you want to call them that. Okay. That. That I felt like I had a connection with that I would talk to. Okay. And so, and I would have, this is going to sound like I'm crazy too, though, <laughs> no, at some no, point. No. Go ahead. So, like, when I was in meditation, I would have conversations with whatever it is. Maybe it was my subconscious. Who knows? But I'd have conversations with them. And, you know, they would give me information, like, kind of advice, really, about things that were going on in my life. And it could have well been my subconscious. I don't know, you know. But anyway, so when Bev started talking in her sleep that one day, it was this specific, like, entity that I was talking to, and it was, like, talking to me through her. Oh, shit. Like, like I never – these conversations I had, like, with myself or with whatever it was while I was meditating, I never told to anyone because it's all personal stuff, you know. Like, it's the – path or journey i'm on or whatever like it was just personal it was for me right and when bev was sleeping she was quoting things to me from conversations that i had word for word when i was meditating and oh my god and she was like talking to me physically in words and i was like wait a second so (laughs) i had like a 20 minute 20 to 25 minute conversation with her while she was sleeping but for me, because I was awake and I was right there, I heard it with my own ears. I'm convinced that it wasn't actually Bev talking to me, though. Like, holy shit! Like, Bev, you were just me, a vessel. Yeah, I guess a I, vessel of I communication. Think, they just do whatever I they think want that's to. what holy happened. Shit. <laughs> I think that's what happened. So and what'd you guys actually, talk about? If you don't mind me asking. I mean, really, it sounds kind of mundane right now, but like, like I had just gotten out of high school at the time. And I had moved in with Bev. It had only been a few months, and I kind of had a falling out with my mom for a while. Right. You know, because I moved in with her. and Yeah, I could see that. And the His whole situation. His mom had a hard time letting go. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Fresh baby. out of high school. Right. Yeah. So, But we had falling outs about 
a couple other things that I won't get into because it's just drama. But so, like, Bev was talking to me about that. It was her voice coming out, but the conversations I was having were the exact same conversations that I would have when I would meditate. And it's like it wasn't her. And it's interesting to me because going back even to, like, ancient Egypt, they thought that the dreams were the gods coming through to you to communicate something of importance to you. Right. So I thought it was interesting that, you know, when I meditated, this it seemed like this same, we'll call it a consciousness or whatever, came through to Bev what it seemed like to me, and it was yeah. talking to me, and I was having, like, a physical conversation with it. Because even when I meditated, I would doubt myself. Like, is this really well, something course, else I'm talking with? Of course, because it's just you. It, yeah. there's, no, there's no confirmation. Yeah, but is it just my subconscious? But when you hear the words coming from something else. <laughs> yeah, it was or so someone fucking else. weird, dude. Like, or I someone that you're close to. That's even crazier. Yeah, so it was really fucking weird. And I know we're kind of getting off the topic of dreams. Well, and the weird but how are we getting off the topic of dreams? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, well, you know, because it was. The weird because part Bev is dreaming. Yeah. Is that, like I said, part of my, like, part of the way that I dream and the way that I sleep is that I remember everything from my dreams. Like if I have a, a dream that say, Michael, you're in my dream. Right. I can tell you what you're wearing. I can tell you what kind of socks you're wearing. I can tell you what you smell like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's must and gasoline probably <laughs> <laughs> always, <laughs> 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 but it's super vivid to me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but that night I actually did not remember any of that. Oh, so it was like you didn't dream. Right. And then the next morning, Sean's like, uh, yeah, you talked to me for yeah, like 25 like, minutes. Yeah, he's like, you're creepy. And, <laughs> and that was yeah. the first time I'd experienced that with her. Maybe your mind was completely blank and free for communication at that time. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. So you never did say what you talked about, though, Sean. <laughs> you I mean, like so ra- if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. It was like, like, honestly, it was just like personal, like, spiritual things i was going through at the time okay that's cool like yeah i was just you don't want to tell all these personal. people you don't yeah. want to have a really Im- interesting conversation on the podcast that's cool yeah right don't tell, <laughs> them, <laughs> no, I mean, you know. tell them about how creepy i am when i sleep but don't tell them about your drama with your mama oh i mean like you know <laughs> i i had just like started on like a spiritual path for myself and yeah. it's different for everyone but i was kind of having doubts at the time like you know like i said with the meditation and stuff i was having like you know conversations with whatever it was and so how did your conversations go when it was just you like let's say it's i'm not talking about the night when bev started communicating but just you just sitting there i mean was it all mentally or did you actually start to physically involve yourself did you talk like audibly to this entity or what no when it happened it was i mean obviously i was meditating so i was just like traditional like if you know anything about meditation, I was just sitting on the floor, cross-legged. Right. I would be meditating, and I wouldn't talk. Like, it would all be mentally in my mind. And, right. like, I would receive answers back in my mind, kind of like, kind of like thoughts. Like, you yeah. know, you talk to yourself every day in your head. Absolutely. So I was thinking that just might be what it is. And it, it very well could be, you know. Uh, but, like, I would go into meditation and I would, you know, kind of, I wouldn't even really think a thought in my head about what I wanted to talk about. But it would just be kind of like, like whatever I was communicating with, 
would be there and it would know exactly what I needed to hear at the time. Yeah. Which very well could be my subconscious, you know? I was like, about to say, it could almost be like a waking subconscious. Because I feel like it could be like a waking as, conscious dreaming type thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, okay, so. I feel like deep down you kind of know what you need to hear. Yeah, yeah but it's the person. same thing. Like, when you're meditating like that, it's the same thing as when, when like, um, like Christians say they they talk to God, they right, pray right, and they right, hear right. they hear God in their heart or their yeah. y- you know what I mean. It's that same voice. Of course, it sounds like the voice in your head. You know what I mean. But it's that that part of you that connects with whatever whatever you see as the divine as being. Right, yeah. y- right. You know, so it's not like your everyday mundane voice. It's like, hey, your butt your butt might look big in those jeans. You might want to walk by a mirror and think about that. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That voice inside your head. It's right. not that quite that oh, voice. Oh, that voice. <laughs> but that is. <laughs> silence it every morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Michael knows. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's the voice that you hear when you're doing whatever it is, even if you even if you don't, um, if you're not religious or spiritual, like when you're just in a quiet place and. You know, it's it's a reflection. It's an inner voice right, that's yeah. more than just a voice in your head that you hear all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's more like or voices. Yeah, it, no voices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's more. Yeah, it is. It's more like uh, that's what all of us think, right? <laughs> it's more kind of like an inspirational conversation, or you know, it's something that you need to hear that you might know yourself, but you feel like you're getting it from an outside source, and you might be. I'm not saying either one way or another, whether it's an outside source or it's your subconscious. Like right. It's up for you and to, to interpret. Yeah. But that is kind of what dreams are as well. Like even it, yeah. going back to ancient cultures, ancient cultures believed that, you know, dreams were the gods coming to you and, you know, giving you messages or right. they were the spirits of your ancestors coming to you and giving you messages that you needed to hear. I actually I actually have like um like kind of a compilation of ancient cultures and what they believe dreams were. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, hear some um, of those. So, the first recorded dreams um that were actually like written down were on cr- clay tablets from Mesopotamia oh, about 5000 years ago. Oh. Like yeah. they thought that these dreams were so important that they right. needed to tap it out in clay. I mean, yeah. it's not like jotting it down with a pen, right. you know? That t- takes some serious. So they obviously thought it was important. Um, <laughs> jotting it down in clay. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> take six days out, to write down one dream. <laughs> um, but the Sumerians from Mesopotamia um, left evidence of, of dreams um, dating as far back as 31 BC. Um, they believe that um, when you sleep, your actual soul leaves your body and travels to these places and these people and things yeah. right. that um that you see in your dreams. So I they feel like that is true to a certain extent. Yeah, I really do because I mean, I think everyone is, has a dream that's so realistic that when you wake up, you're like, oh my god, like yep. you have a dream that like maybe your significant other cheated or something like that, and you wake up and you're pissed at them. You're like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? I've had that happen before too. 
Yeah. Not not I've had the dream, but Bev was waking up <laughs> and she was pissed at me. Yeah. Because she was like, you, che- you cheated on me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't do shit. That was yeah. my I've literally been laying dream. here right beside you all night. <laughs> and she she was pissed at me all day. And she had been like, right. okay, work. again, nightmare disorder. Like, <laughs> nightmare no, disorder. I know. I my brain it. cannot differentiate. I may punch you in the face. Yeah. I may accuse you of cheating. Get the fuck Look, over it. Right? Yeah. You married me, knowing all this shit would happen. <laughs> and she, like, tells me these, like, deep. I won't get into it, but like details about the dream because I, she like caught me in the act of cheating with oh her I'm with someone you, else. Who was he cheating with? Okay, Dad, tell me. J- I don't even know. In oh. the dream, the woman is never is never the issue. But you right. can ask Kristen. Even when you guys were living in North Carolina and we were living in Illinois, um, I would call her up in the middle of the night and be like, "I just need to hear your voice. I just need to hear that you're okay," because um, there's one dream I have that. It, and it's always me and Kristen, and um, I blame my childhood, but um, I always dream that it's like a Terminator into the world rebellion. <laughs> like, her and I are part of this rebellious group, yeah. and there's been, like, an uprising, and, like, there's rebel, and, like, she dies. In this dream, oh, every shit. time she dies. Yeah. And I always wake up after she dies. Like, not right after she dies. Like, oh, God, I'm going to cry thinking about it. Like I hold her in my arms and like she's she's dying and it to me it feels real when I wake up my heart is right like to the to the point that you had to call her yeah ask her I've had the same type of dreams yeah yeah and nothing like um I've had this dream and and you know I'd be living with mom and she'll be like. She's fine. None of that happened. It's right. not real. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says to me. Yeah. I will believe that it happened until even after I spoke to her. Right. I was like, you know, this stupid corporation recorded her voice. Yeah. I know she's she's nodding her head at me because she knows I've done this before. I'm oh, like, yeah. are you sure you're real? Tell me. Remind me about the time that <laughs> something happened. That only what color was my big wheel? What was, Tell me. Who was my first boyfriend? <laughs> huh? Cody, she remembers he's a bald-headed little four-year-old. <laughs> he used to bring me snacks in preschool. Bald-headed four-year-old. <laughs> he used oh to bring God. me snacks. He was four years old. He still didn't have hair. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! When that show Caillou came out, I started ah, having flashbacks. Oh man. <laughs> okay, I can't so stand that show. That's, that's interesting that you bring oh that up, God. though. And not saying there's anything because, like, like we're gonna talk about dreams are open to interpretation. But, you know, like, right now, we all live in Vegas. So before we all lived in Vegas, Michael and Kristen and their kids, they lived in North Carolina. Yeah. All right. So when they decided to move here, like, a few weeks before they were supposed to move here, and I didn't tell you this because I knew you would freak out, but I had this dream, and it was so fucking weird because the whole dream was, like, a third-person point of view. Like, I wasn't oh, even sure. there. Like, I was just a watcher of the dream. Mm-hmm. But – it was weird because the whole dream was you guys were on the road trip. Like, it was all about you guys. Like, all right. of you guys were there. And it was like I was just watching you guys on your road trip to come here. Yeah. And you had actually, in my dream, you had gotten into an accident. Oh, shit. And, like, <laughs> look, she's giving me the face right Damn, now. Damn, right? This I'm mad that you didn't tell me. Right? This is why I didn't tell like, you. I could have died. <laughs> but no, okay. So I'm gonna punch you in the face after this podcast. Right? I'm about but to punch like, you in the face. He didn't tell lying. me about. He didn't tell me about the way you make spam and eggs. And now you're not telling <laughs> me about the way that I damn died. 
Michael gonna be mad about that forever. <laughs> Spam and eggs thing. Every time I make it, I'm like, I could have been doing this since fucking August. <laughs> I could have been doing this my whole life. <laughs> but no, like it, it was, it was, it was really bad. Like I, like, and it was so real to me when I had it, and I don't even know why. Like, like, I mean, don't take this the wrong way. Like, I like y'all, I really do. But <laughs> I didn't know you guys that well. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we lived in North Carolina for like a year, but yeah. we didn't hang out too much. Right, right. But, you know, we're getting to know each other a little better now that we live together. Yeah. And I like <laughs> Very <that>. intimately. <laughs> but, you know, so, like, like, I didn't know you guys that well. Like, I didn't have that much of a connection to you. But still, this entire dream that I had, like, revolved around you guys coming here to Vegas. And on your trip here, there was a bad accident. And actually, none of you survived. Like Holy it was shit. weird. Oh so God. I don't I I mean, but now that and I didn't tell you this, but I woke up and it was weird because like I said, I didn't really have a like a deep connection with anyone. But what a morbid I son still of a bitch. felt right. Yeah. Like <laughs> I still felt like really sad and I, I was kind of panicked a little bit, but I didn't want to tell you that, Bev, because I know you would have freaked out. But thinking about it, maybe it was like Maybe it, it wasn't more of – you can't take dreams too literally, in my opinion. It might have been more of metaphorical, like like you guys are – you guys have lived in North Carolina your whole lives. Yeah. So it was like a metaphorical death. Like you're leaving behind, you know, that chapter of your life. So that chapter is done. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? You're so starting like, to save yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean <laughs> – and Barely. That, that's really what's hard to interpret, though. Like, when you're trying to interpret dreams and what they mean. Yeah, that's true. Like, are you taking them literal or are they metaphorical? And I think that can be either or. But it's, you know, how good are you at interpreting your dreams? Especially well, when it feels that fucking real. Because I felt like dude, I was there, but I was just a bystander watching the whole time. I actually, <laughs> it's funny that you said that. I actually have what do accident dreams mean. Pull it up. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And it says, may suggest that you are punishing yourself for something you said or did because your conscience is bothering you. Oh. May symbolize a mistake that was made during the day or maybe a result of your anxiety about being in an accident or making a mistake. To witness an accident in your dream may symbolize an error that you made or that you noticed consciously or unconsciously someone else made during the day. Or it may symbolize repressed anger towards or revenge against the persons involved in the accident, Sean. Huh. But see, that, that actually, still doesn't I, make sense, what though. What the fuck? I actually think his interpretation <laughs> of, of the dream was be, was more on see, point, more likely for him. That's why I, like, if you if you have, like, dream books or whatever to help you interpret your dreams, like, that's all good and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it is all subjective because, like, that would make sense if we knew each other, but we hadn't seen each other in like years, three and a half, yeah. four years, years before you guys yeah. moved here. Yeah. Like, why would I want revenge on you guys? Or why no. would, you know what Unless I mean? Unless you like, had anger. I mean, but, anger. but that's what he's saying. He didn't even know you enough to be mad at you. I, even <laughs> North Carolina, you know, like we, yeah. I mean, we hung out a couple of times, but we yeah. didn't hang out much. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. We really didn't. Like, well, you guys had small children. You guys I found had out you had shrooms things. and you didn't even tell me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe you were angry at me then, you know? Like, I don't know. I didn't have the dream, Sean. <laughs> you might have been projecting I've on me. I've never had a know. dream of you dying, Sean. <laughs> I might now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put that God. in the put that in the feed 
for tonight. Thanks a lot. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> getting back <laughs> on track. Babe, we are so uh, on track. It's not even funny. Uh, yeah. You, this you, is the best kind of podcast. Build that track. <laughs> um, okay. So, Mesopotamians, they believe that your soul leaves your body and you actually experience these things. Yeah. I don't even know um, where they live. Mesopotamia? Well, that's kind of like the Middle East, what we know today. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's actually kind of the cradle of civilization. Most people think it's Africa, but it's actually the Middle East. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, like Mesopotamia and Samaria. Ben, why are you looking like he's wrong? No, I'm They're no, like the oldest civilizations to, that we have um, record of. Yeah. No? They're Middle yeah. Eastern. No, he's he's perfectly right. He's, oh, yeah. yeah, he's perfectly right, right Sean. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. I'm not Boom. always stupid. This but, dude knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but I just feel like actually, Sean he was just super judgy in what he said right now. What People think it's Africa, but it's not. Like, like God, you, calm that you shit down. Dumb, you dumbasses be thinking it's Africa, but right? it ain't. <laughs> calm down, John. <laughs> All right, so um, Babylonians and Assyrians thought that good dreams came from gods <laughs> and that bad dreams came from demons um, and that dreams were often omens and prophecies. Yeah. So they, they, the Babylonians and the Assyrians were kind of the first... Right. Wants to be like, you know what? I think good dreams come from good things and oh, bad dreams come from I the think devil. Good <laughs> things come from good dreams. <laughs> right? Okay. I don't know what that accent was, but okay. Um, Except back then there was no devil. I just want to point well, that out. They oh, really? They no concept. When did the devil the come in uh, the play? <laughs> no, the Babylonians, <laughs> the Babylonians did believe in demons. Well, yeah, demons, but not like. No, I said that uh, that's ultimate. the beginning of it. Yeah. Stop. Shh. Shh. Okay, so um, (laughs) in ancient Egypt, as far back as 2000 BC, dreams were written down on papyrus um, because people who had like really vivid or significant dreams, they were thought to be blessed. Yeah, prophets. Like they had, um, yeah, they believed that um, that all dreams were sent from the gods, and they would actually like induce dreaming. They would yeah. go to these like special temples and lay on yeah. these special mats and drink special tea to <laughs> to cause Let me get you to have yeah. right to and cause would, you uh, to have. I don't dreams. dream that much. Yeah, see, I wish I. Oh, I don't dream that much. I dream every night, multiple Most times a night. Most nights I hit the and pillow and then I wake up. But Kristen says, I'll and be actually, and you shit. do you do dream. It's just um, if you remember your dream. I don't yeah. remember it. Yeah, and that's why they say it's good to keep a dream journal. Um, and it sounds kind of weird and outdated. But keeping a dream journal is a I mean, like, I don't think that's outdated thing. unless you're etching it in clay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting but it out in stone. <laughs> everyone dreams, and you dream every night, but it's just and if actually, you remember you have it when you wake up. an average of three to five dreams a night. Yeah. Everyone. No way. Yeah, and if you get eight hours of sleep, they all happen in the same two-hour period. Oh, okay. So, you like know, right so in the middle? Or? Um, yeah, it, it depends on, like, like your your sleep cycle. Like everybody's sleep cycle is just a little bit different, yeah. but yeah, it's it's towards the middle. It's not okay, uh, you know. But um, but anyways, so yeah, everybody dreams, and, but you're most likely to remember your dreams if you're if you wake up during a REM cycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you actually that like makes sense, if yeah, you because that's when they feel like they impact you the most. Right. Like it just happened. Yeah. Um. Like if a dream jerks you out of it. Like, if you're having that such a real vivid dream, like, I've had dreams where I've been dying, or I know one that I still remember to this day, 
and I'm going to be 28. And I remember having this dream when I was like Maybe. six, seven, eight years old. All right, whatever. <laughs> but I was like, Are you going to kill Sean? Is that like, what we're talking about? Maybe. <laughs> but I remember having this dream 20 years ago, and it's as vivid in my mind right now yeah. as it was when I had it when I was sleeping. And it was a, and it was a reoccurring dream, and it was the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. And I haven't had it in a long time, but it was a dream of I was in a church, and my mom had died, and like I was raised, you know, single mom, but so she was like really, I was really close with her at the time, and I was like seven, eight years old, but I remember being in a church, and like her casket was up at the front of the church. You know, I was walking down the aisle to go see her in the casket. Right. And I remember all these, like, tubes and stuff with, like, uh, like different fluids flowing into her. It was like really IVs? fucking weird. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Or like, like, it okay. was. In yeah. her casket? Yeah, in her I casket. Mean, like, it was really fucking weird. Those doctors I, are late as fuck. And <laughs> I had that dream, like, a or handful of times. A handful of times. Like, at least. I think everybody's late at that, t- at that point. Yeah. It's in, she's in the casket at the funeral. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, the mortician could have been early. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, we haven't even pronounced her dead yet. But I think the funeral guy's <laughs> early. You're like, hey, folks, dude. <laughs> That's what a mortician is. We're literally still in the morgue. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here, everybody. <laughs> but What are y'all doing? I had this same <laughs> dream. I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Okay. I had this same dream, and it was the same exact dream, like, like scene per scene. And I know that makes sense. Like, if you've ever dreamed, you know, scenes in your dream. No. But it was the same exact <laughs> fucking dream. And I had it about 10 to 15 times. Like, it happened quite often. Like, within a year, a year and a half, it would randomly happen. It would be the same fucking dream. Like, nothing in it would ever change. And, like, it, like I would wake up in a cold sweat because, and, like, I was seven, eight years old, and I would wake up in a cold sweat like terrified and I would have to go into my mom's room and make sure that she was okay because it was so fucking real to me. And right. I remember it exactly how it happened 20 years later. Well, like, they, they it say was that children remember their dreams better than adults do. That's yeah. gotta be true. Yeah. I don't dream that much, but I have a reoccurring dream that I also remember. Yeah. Yeah. And it was of this, like, this is going to sound so stupid. Just to let you know, my oh, mom is still now. alive, too. So I don't know what yeah. that dream was she about. She calls Beth from time to time. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, it was this creepy-ass gnome with green eyes. And he was, like, literally under my bed. Literally under my literally bed. Literally under your bed. Like, I would wake up. I'm using air quotes here. Yeah. In my dream. And look underneath my bed, and there would be this creepy-ass gnome laughing at me with green eyes. <laughs> and I would wake up so damn fast. It was ridiculous. And I kept having that dream, like, night after night. And I was like, hmm. this little fucker won't go away. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I was probably, like, I was probably, like, 9 or 10. I wonder if there was, like, a movie you saw, it. like, that had a gnome. I can't. Leprechaun, maybe. Scary. Did you ever see Leprechaun nope. when you were a kid? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Because that's what I thought about that as I got older, and I seen that movie. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe I was like, no, wait, I didn't see that when I was like ten. There's no yeah. freaking way. Yeah, that's weird. Oh yeah, isn't yeah. there like a Ernest movie? 
And it was close. It was close. Now I have seen all the Ernest the movies, but I don't remember yeah. a lot of them, but I have seen them. Because as kids, a, really? lot of, a lot of our dreams are... Um, Ernest buys a gnome? No, it's like Ernest goes to camp <laughs> or something, and there's a I bunch of like, gnomes. Really? Yeah. And Ernest goes to camp? I think that's the one. I'm terrible with movies, but I have seen that movie. Uh, but but as kids, our our dreams tend to be... And of course, because our brain is still discovering the world and still... Like figuring out, like, well, kids see things, and as adults, we take them for granted. But for kids, they're like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? So their brain has to process because scientists, a lot of scientists, because of course, dreams are not an exact science, but a lot of scientists believe that dreams are merely a process of your subconscious just yeah. trying to like divulge what you've seen I think in your that's day. That's the scariest yeah. thing about it. Right? It's because you're like, if you could see some oh of my shit, dream. why did I have that dream? Yeah. Yep. Why did I have that dream? Yeah. And y- you dwell on that. It's like, even even myself, I don't dream that much, like I said, but when I do dream, I, I think about it. I'm like, why yeah. did I have that dream? Yeah. Well, like, what does that mean for me? Well, well like, we were, <coughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. But, like, we were talking about earlier, like, everyone dreams, it's just whether or not you remember them. But there have been several studies, um, kind of like i'm gonna say claiming because i'm not a neuroscientist or anything but there have been several studies done saying that actually without dreams like when we sleep at night if we don't dream it's actually bad for our health if we don't yeah they've done because we go because dreams have been associated with us working through problems in our life yeah no like it could cause like if you don't dream it could cause severe depression. Um, it could lead to a whole bunch of other issues, like if you actually don't dream. But, you know, when you dream, when you're sleeping at night, your brain is actually really freaking active. And there's parts of your brain that communicate with each other that normally they don't communicate with, ju- with each other yeah. during an average day. Like when you're okay. in like an alpha brain cycle, like during the day, your brain doesn't communicate with, with each other that way. But while you sleep... Your brain is open to communicate with itself however it feels necessary. So it's your brain going, and it's so it is your subconscious, you know, going through, you know, things that happened through that day, or maybe even the past year or couple of years that maybe subconsciously is affecting you in some way today that you need to kind of work through, you know, that's kind of giving you the answers. Hmm. Okay. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I know. Dream, dreams are kind of a... Again, it's not an exact science because in those studies, what they do is they wake you up before you go into your REM cycle. So they only... Oh, le- in sleep studies they do that? <laughs> yes. So oh, they only... Bastards. They only let you sleep until you hit REM and then they'll wake you up. Like his and eyes then, are darting around. Right. Get them. Yeah. So, they'll be, so they'll be like, oh, yeah, these people experienced... Um, more stress and depression. Yeah, your ass keeps waking me up. Right. I'm stressed <laughs> you know, I ain't going to get enough sleep. I'm stressed <laughs> I ain't got enough sleep. Well, like, they put people that into, like, MRI scans and stuff while they sleep to yeah. see how their brain functions while they sleep and when they go into REM and stuff. But there's a, there's still yeah, a lot that, that we don't <laughs> know about dreams and I mean, what they mean and stuff. It's it Like I said, there, it's not an exact science. Right. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, and... We won't really go into it this much on this episode because it's kind of getting off on a different subject. But 
when it comes down to it, it really does come down to like your consciousness. You know what I mean? Like, like we're sleeping. We're basically dead to the world. Like the world outside of ourselves doesn't exist at that point. We're sleeping. Right. You know what I mean? But when we have dreams, our brains, that's why sometimes you, you have dreams and it seems so real. And it's because our brains can't recognize reality from imagination or, you know, I'll use imagination air quotes because is it yeah. imagination? I don't know. Maybe I'll leave that up to you. Okay. But, you know, it's, it kind of comes back to consciousness. Like, where does your consciousness come from? Like, and that's one of the things that is still baffling scientists. Like, there's a bunch of theories out there on your consciousness, where that comes from. And there's a bunch of theories, but no one really knows for sure what consciousness actually is. People, there's scientists that think they know it's your brain firing at certain, you know, there's certain parts of your brain firing at certain parts or whatever. But we don't really know where our sense of self and our sense of consciousness come from. So I think dreams kind of play into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's like our like con- what I you would experience if you if you were to die. Yeah, I think our dreams might I mean, if you think and I mean, this could be a whole episode on its own and maybe we could do this sometime in the future. Wow, we're doing it now. Let's no. do it, Bev. I mean, Sean. <laughs> what <laughs> no. the hell? No, Bev's I on mean, board already. I'm talking to you, Sean. I'm, I'm just gonna do a little, <laughs> a little thing out of it. But maybe we could do okay. it more in the future because it could be a whole episode. But there's some theories that are equating, like just recently, uh, there's theories that equate your consciousness, and people like quantum physicists are equating are equating your consciousness to quantum physics. Okay, and what do I you mean? What do you mean? To like layman's terms, Sean. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, like quantum physics is, they're physicists, but they explore the smallest, most minute part of the universe that there is. You know what I mean? No. Like, there's small, <laughs> like I'm the sorry. small part, the particles that make up the universe. <laughs> like, okay, the things that make up the universe. The okay. base atoms. particles, atoms. Yeah, okay. this. The smallest one, like smaller than the atoms, they make up the universe. Microatoms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. We don't get into them today. Okay. All right. So I don't want to get into it too much. <laughs> we in it, Sean. But, Let's do it. <laughs> but no. Okay. So like because I actually just read today that there's a theory that your consciousness, there's a relation between consciousness and quantum physics. Okay. And there are certain scientists uh, or quantum physicists more like it that are kind of making that connection between consciousness and quantum physics because quantum physics is all of quantum physics if you know anything about it which we won't get into today is it's all a theory okay it's all a theory so and we still don't know what exactly consciousness is so any any theory that's out there about your conscious is just a theory as well. But there's theories that, uh, like the subparticles that make up the universe, it's all connected with your consciousness. Because when they conduct uh, experiments, like quantum physics experiments with certain, like whenever they, ex- okay, <laughs> whenever they 
<laughs> How about drink another one, Sean? <laughs> whenever like we're, they perf- we're so off topic right now. Whenever they perform <coughs> experiments. All right, just listen. Whenever they pr- whenever they perform experiments, the outcome of the experiment is subjective to the person performing the experiment. All right, and that goes against all laws of what we know as physics because with physics we think that there's a an objective reality. So okay. you're trying to say that like every human reacts the same way to to everything but that's not true. Yeah, according everybody to everybody has a different connection to to yeah. this broader picture that's going on. Yeah, according to a normal what we're taught in school physics, everything is objective. There is an exact answer to everything. But in quantum physics, when they do experiments, it the outcome of the experiment, it could be done in the exact same way by two different scientists, and the outcome will be different. Because on the yeah. quantum level, their perspective of reality is different. So they're saying that okay. consciousness, your consciousness affects how you see the world around you. Like, like that, that old saying that, you know, you create your reality is actually true. Like reality is not objective. Like there are certain things that might be objective, but yeah. overall it's subjective. So no dreams yeah, kind of go I get that. like dreams kind of go to your subjective mind. That's why, that's why earlier I said, you know, if you buy dream books on how to interpret your dreams and there's a bunch of books on interpreting dreams out there. Like, if you have a land in your dream, it means this. Or if there's a car crash, it means this. Or if there's deaths, it means this. But it's all subjective. Because everyone sees the world differently from each other. No two people are going to see the world exactly how it, how the other person sees it. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I that, mean, that's what I'm saying. I didn't mean to get off topic, you know, so much. But that's, that's kind of what I was getting towards. Right, you know, like. Right. Your I dreams you kind of simpl- come towards what you think your consciousness is. I think you can simplify that as much as to even like, like colors is something I've thought about. Like, yeah, when you see a color, when you see red, how do you know for sure that that is what everyone else sees? How everyone else sees red? Exactly. You know I thought about that too. Yeah, and I think that can translate to your to your dreams as like, well. Yeah, like what you see as red, I might see as brown, but. But you interpret because that from, as bri- red. Yeah, because from <laughs> the time we're born, we're like, we're told that's the color red. So we're like, yeah. oh, that's red. Like, you're really just learning to differentiate yeah. between shades. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying there. All right, so Bev, get us back. On Sorry, topic, I didn't mean please. to get off topic there, Bev. I, I don't know. even know what our topic is anymore. Our topic is dreams. <laughs> I know you're giving me the look. I'm probably gonna get strangled, and I might get punched in the face tonight when I dream. No, you probably. <laughs> but. <laughs> Or oh, while you're just <laughs> chilling at your computer, <laughs> she's gonna punch you. Yeah, uh, I, I don't even know. Guys. You were talking about Sorry, how different babe. cultures have interpreted dreams. You started with Egyptians, which I think they kind of got a lot of shit figured out, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. So then, um, the ancient Chinese, they actually think that every person is made up of of like two aspects, and okay. that at night. Um, one of them is allowed to roam free, so they're kind of on the same uh, on the same boat as um, as some of the Mesopotamians, where they thought that you know you actually leave your body 
The only difference is the Chinese thought that there's one aspect that stays in your physical body and one aspect that goes out and does whatever it is that you're dreaming about. Yeah. Um, the Greeks, uh, they, they were super similar to the Egyptians. And actually, if you look at Greek mythology and Egyptian mythology, there's a lot of similarities. But um, in Greek mythology, Morpheus, the god of dreams, would send um, warnings and prophecies to like chosen people. So even though everybody dreamed, only some people were like had good, like vivid, clear dreams. Yeah. Um, kind of like the seers. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. You see those a lot like the seers. Um, Hebrews, Christians and Jews all believe that um, good dreams came from whoever their one true God and mm-hmm. bad dreams came from Jesus. the devil. Always the devil. Well. For the Jews, it wouldn't be Jesus. Yeah. You know, but it'd just be God. Yeah. Um, Jesus was just nobody. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but so then um, in Islam, actually, uh, because the the last true prophet was Muhammad, um, that dreams are the only way to receive new revelations from God. So they play like a super important role in their religion. Mm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. In Hinduism, <laughs> I, I as I wrote this one down, I was kind of laughing to myself because um, in Hinduism, dream is one of the three states of your soul's experience during its lifetime. Right. Yeah. The other two are sleep and awake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> But I think what they... Uh, freaking dumb. And I think it was just the way it was written. <laughs> yeah. Because I think what they're saying is that dreams are a necessary part of your soul's experience. You know, like, it sounds more profound yeah. when you say it that way. Yeah, but the way yeah. that it was written was, uh, yeah, you have three states. Sleep, awake, and dream. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Uh, <laughs> no kidding, bro. <laughs> but, uh... Well, you know, dreams can be part of your experience you know of life that's exactly what i just said <laughs> yeah no. so native americans Thanks, and I just put native in mexicans terms, you know um often believe that or lame terms <laughs> <laughs> often believe that dreams were actually w- ways to communicate with your ancestors that when you had a dream it came from an ancestor um and actually many tribes use um vision quests which are are basically induced dreams okay. as a rite of passage. Right. You know, so you would have to, like, um, it, it, it varies from tribe to tribe, of course, but, like, you'd have to have a vision quest and then come back to the elders of the tribe and explain your vision. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, then we hit the Middle Ages, and then ev- they were like, all dreams are evil. All dreams are evil. <laughs> Burn them at the stake. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you had a dream? Burn you at the stake. You must be a witch. You are a witch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's basically um, like ancient cultures and, and how they believe or what they believe dreams were. Um, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, like. That was supposed to be like a quick history, but like all that, you know, stuff in the middle happened. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, now I got a. Uh, this is a little more, little more up to date than that, but it's uh, like nine popular dreams and like what they mean. I guess I have a list of tw- the twelve most common. You dreams. got twelve? <laughs> yes. You got three more. All right, so you mentioned the ones that I don't mention. Okay. Uh, okay. 
All right, so one is finding an unused room, which I don't think I've ever done. What? I know, right? That's weird. I've never heard I that. I saw this one, but anyway, it says, the rooms in a house represent different aspects of your character. So finding an unused room suggests that you're discovering a talent that you weren't aware of before. Oh, no wonder I've never had that dream. I don't have any talents. I don't have any talents. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, Bev. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Bev's got plenty of talents. She just doesn't use them. Yeah. Here's what you should do about it. The more time that you spend exploring your dormant talents, the more likely you will find other doors opening for you walking in life. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just learned how to read, I'm guys. Sorry. I'm a little <laughs> bit. I've had a little bit to drink tonight. <sighs> All right. So here's another one. It's called out of control vehicle. What it means. The car represents your ability to make constant progress toward a specific objective. In walking life, you may feel that you don't have enough control over your road to success. <laughs> that makes sense. That's pretty literal. Yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty on the nose. That yeah, one that's actually pretty on literal. my list. Yeah. yeah. You've had that dream before, Bev? No, You've it's on my list. Oh, it's, in, it's no, on your list. I, no, I have actually only had a couple of the top 12 most common dreams. Okay. So let's see. Let's see. So seven is falling. Of course, okay. everybody's fucking have that before. Let me guess you fall, and right before you hit the ground, it turns black. Oh, yeah. Everybody's done that. So what it means is feeling yourself falling in a dream indicates that you are hanging on too tightly to a particular situation in waking life. You need to relax and let go of it. You know, that's actually a dream that has a, <laughs> that has go, a lot of... Let uh, it go, Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a dream that has a lot of like superstition and stuff behind it. Because like like that's, um, that's a popular one. Some people think that if you don't wake up before you land, that you'll die in your dream. That's not true. That well, is very. I said superstition. That superstition no, though I know. is strong. It, it is. It's vi it's very. Some people think that um, if you don't, uh, like if you have a dream that you're falling and you don't land, yeah, that you'll have no direction in your life. Like, there's a lot of superstition behind the falling dream. Oh, shit. Y'all better wake just, up right? when, when you're about to fall. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I know that one's not true because I'm still alive, or at least I think I am. I might be dreaming. It's Who all knows? subjective. But I've had dreams where I have fallen off a cliff, and I've actually hit the ground, and it was like a couple you hundred feet You actually hit up. the ground. I, I remember it dreaming. It didn't turn black. And hitting the, I hit the ground. I remembered the, in my dream, I remember the pain, or, you know, in quotes, the pain of hitting the ground, and I woke up as soon as I hit the ground. I think everybody's like, done that, Sean. I think that's the same thing. I think as long as you don't wake up as soon as you hit the, if you don't wake up when you hit the ground, that's the problem. Right, Beth? Yeah, if you don't wake up. But I remember, no, it, I, I remember. Both ways. Like, some people think that you have to wait, you, that you have to wake up before you hit the ground. And then some people think that as long as you wake up, as soon as you hit the ground, that you're okay. But, I, you Cause, know, superstition. Because in those dreams I've had, and I haven't had them a lot, but I've had them a few times. And in those dreams, I remember hitting the ground. And in the dream, at least, I remember, like, you know, they say when you die, you kind of, you know, have flashbacks of your life. I remember having flashbacks of my life in that dream when I hit the ground. And, like, it happens so fast, though, but I wake up. Yeah. Hmm. But, like, I have flashbacks of my life up to the point where I'm at now. Yeah. You know, in the dream. 
where I'm at. But did you have the okay, flashbacks? Okay, so you're or having you, like, or a were dream. you just aware? So it, it's that weird. You should have had flashbacks. And I mean, you know I what do, I mean? Like, I do wake I, up. I'm and having like, uh, flashbacks because that's what you think you're supposed to do. This is a mind fuck. Well, no, because <laughs> I've had I've had these dreams before. I you know started like <clears throat> studying dreams and right. all that like mystical stuff or whatever, and like superstitions. Yeah. But I w- I always wake up in a hot sweat, like. I could be cold as fuck. That's the temperature fuck. at night is on 900. No, I'll be cold as fuck, but I'll be freaking sweating. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. I'll instantly wake up, and cold sweat. it terrifies me so much that I can't fall asleep. Because as soon as I – if I lay back down and I try to fall asleep again, as soon as I start to doze off, I'll think that I'm dying, and it'll wake me out of it again. Like, I can't fall asleep, and I'll stay up for hours after that. Like, yeah. I have to – like and usually, on nights like that, I'll take a couple hour nap during the day. I don't know why, but that's. Well, have you, you ever know. had a dream that you're that you're flying, that you don't all hit the, the ground, you're just flying all the time. All, all the, time. the time. That's a good thing, Sean. I know. Just being dude. able to fly suggests that you have released yourself from circumstances that have been weighing you down in waking life. Yep, dude. I've had dreams that I was <laughs> flying since I was a kid, and that's a for good real? dude. Dude, for I don't real. think I've ever had a dream that I was flying. I've I remember dreams from when I was Have in you? elementary yeah. school I and either. I was flying. I wish I did. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would be, like, in the cafeteria at my school. I didn't have a dream that I was parasailing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Skydiving. Yeah, nothing. Something. Not even close. <laughs> like, tripped and fell. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> number five is unprepared for an exam. Yes, I have that one. You had that one? No, I have that on my list. Oh. But what it means is exams are how we judge our ability to perform. So this indicates that you are critically examining your own performance in waking life. Mm. I can see that. I'm surprised I haven't had that one. Because I'm always, like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a worst critic, which I think most people are. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, no. So you would think that because you and I are like that. We're very critical of our lives. Yeah. We, we're very, and that's why you and I have never had a flying dream. It's because we're very, <laughs> we're very we grounded. We never fly. We never fly. We're some failing motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're super grounded. Like, we think about things. We think about the consequences of our actions. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're very like, logical thinkers. But yeah. there, there's actually not a lot of us. And I can say that from dealing with the public on a daily basis. Like, yeah, yeah. People do not have concept of logic and thinking things through. That's why they yeah. they will reach their hand over um, into a wolf enclosure or, you know, <laughs> something with giant claws. They're like, let me touch this because they have no freaking yeah. logic. Right, right. You know. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of goes back to uh, just real quick how Bev was saying, you know, you haven't had fly dreams because you're like really grounded. There's a theory that uh, that suggests if you have flying dreams, Sometimes you're, when you dream that you're flying, you're actually astral projecting, which won't get into that right now. But you know, pretty much your consciousness right. leave your body when you're sleeping, and you're remembering the experience while it's yeah. happening while you sleep. So like, well, it's like, do you, do you, don't you think that's just a lucid dream though? Like if you're honest I mean, with yourself, I I've feel like we've lot. all had lucid dreams. I think I don't know some people have more than others. Yeah. yeah. But well, I feel astral like projection goes back to um, like the Mesopotamians and um, where they think like part of your of yourself leaves your body. Yeah, like that's what astral projection is. Right. So well, yeah, they think that you're not. But how does how is that different from a lucid dream? Lucid dream just means you control what is happening in your dream. 
Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're there. Okay. Like and a lucid dream knows that you're dreaming. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. By definition, yes. For example, um, for for a couple years, I would have – it's not a reoccurring dream because it was different every time I had the dream. But what would happen is I would go to sleep in, in this life that, right. you know – and I would lay down, go to sleep, and as soon as I hit my REM cycle, I would wake up as another person in a different life. I was, I was actually, um, uh, like a healer, a, right? a midwife. I was a midwife. Um, oh shit! In a tribe, and I would w- like uh, it what t- to luck. me. <laughs> no, it, it was actually really cool, but to me, like I would close my eyes in this life and open my eyes in in my other life. And this was happening for, it happened for two, I believe two years or more. And, um, and everything that I was doing, like I, I would wake up and my muscles would be so sore. Like my body would be so sore because in my dreams, I've, I've been walking, I've, I delivered babies, I healed, you know, like I was doing all this stuff and I was raising a family. I had a whole nother family in this dream. Actually, this was before Sean. So like I was married, I had kids, you know, I had a whole nother life and, um, but I couldn't control what was happening. And it would pick up, right? Wow. From yes, dream it would, to dream. Yes, it would pick up. So in my dream, whenever, even if I got abruptly, like, woke up, in my dream, I would doze off. Okay. Like, the person I was in my other dream, yeah. she would go to bed at what night, and I would wake up in the did morning. Did you have a different name? I, I did, but I don't actually speak the language that I spoke in my Holy dream. Holy shit, that's crazy. Bro. Yeah, it, it was, like, I was part of, like, a Native American tribe. But it was <laughs> weird, because I lived in this, like, airstream, like, on this, like, shitty-ass reservation. <laughs> Like it was, but I had a good life. Oh like gosh. I loved my family. I, lo- you know, I loved my job. I loved doing what I did. Yeah. But it was so vivid that I had like stacks and stacks of dream journals of this other woman's life, and um, oh my gosh. yeah, it it was insane. But that's what that's kind of what astral projection is: is that I could not control what this woman did. Like yeah. she lived her life, but it was you. At it the was same me time. at the same time. So it was like part of myself was living a double life. In lucid dreaming, if if it had been lucid dreaming, right. I would have been able to control what she did. I would exactly. have I would have been exactly. like, oh, here's um, a woman having a baby. You know what? I don't feel like doing that right now. So I'm just yeah. going to go over here and, you know, yeah. mine for gold or whatever. I don't even know you. This is kind of right? weird. This I don't even want to be in the room at the time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Why am I here? Okay. I see. I you see what, what I'm saying? saying? But lucid. Yeah. yeah. But astral projection, usually you travel to a different place or a different time or a different life. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Kind of like the upside down and uh, Stranger Things. Except it's not all scary shit. No. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not like a bunch of creepy forest and a, and a demigorgon, demigorgon. Which we talked about last episode. If you don't know what that is, check that shit out. Yeah, definitely. All right, so have y'all ever been unprepared for an exam in a dream? In a never. D- no, I've never had that. Okay, so what it means is... We just did that one, Michael. Ex- did we? Yes. <laughs> we just did that one? Yes, that's what we were talking about, how we're both logical. I think we got off topic So it's a surprise that bit. we've never had that dream. Okay, let's move on. Naked in public. Oh, I have never had that dream. I haven't either. I haven't either. See, but most it seems of these common, most like, common dreams I've, I've never even had. seen that like you know like in shows, up without pants like yeah. pop culture. Like yeah. you see that dream a lot happen. Yeah. But it means it says we choose our clothes to re- 
to present a particular image to the people around us. Being naked in public suggests that there is a situation in waking life that is making you feel vulnerable or exposed. Yeah, I guess at that present time. So you guys, n- neither of you guys have had that? I, no. I haven't I had either. the dream where I'm naked, but that's why, I, that's why I think the dreams are subjective too because I've had dreams where I've woken up and I've felt vulnerable. Like, I felt like I was so out of place and I was vulnerable, but, but I wasn't naked. Like, it was a totally different circumstance than that. Mm. Like, that's why I think that your dreams are interpreted subjectively, like, by right. you personally. So what you should do is you should – Open up to others so they can see your real talents. Yeah. Supposedly. That's what you should mm. do if you have that dream. Yeah, so quit hiding your talents. You talented naked motherfuckers. <laughs> right? Why are all talented <laughs> all <right>. people naked? <laughs> this one is funny <laughs> to me, okay? So the next one is unable to find a toilet. Have you guys ever been unable to find a toilet? I've always I been have in my job when I'm out <laughs> around the town. I'm like, what the fuck? I need a portage on anything. I've but always been able to find a toilet in my dream, but I'll you wake piss the up. Bed. I'll either piss the bed. <laughs> I'll I will admit that. All right, I've either pissed the bed because the dream is so real, and I feel like I have to go to the bathroom in the dream. And I actually I find feel like that happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it does. It you does. don't. You might not want to admit it because you might be an adult and you're like, oh no, I don't use that in the bed. But it fucking happens. All right, don't fucking say it doesn't because it yeah. does. You it either. Oh my god! Apparently, that's an irate topic. But it doesn't happen often. Get him, Sean. Right? It doesn't happen often. But okay. I will be mad enough to admit that, yes, it does happen. Since I've turned 18 and been illegal, or even 21 since I've been illegal, it's happened like once or twice. And it's like, what? wait, what the fuck? Yeah, you don't even know. Because <laughs> I cleaned it up. I'm in that bed. But you like, the dream is so, like we were talking about earlier, the dream is so fucking real, though, that your brain doesn't recognize what's real from what's not yeah. like what what is outwards real from what is inwards real see I'm, okay. i've always been lucky that and usually when i'll wake up though at the last moment sorry i'll wake up at the last <laughs> moment before i freaking use the bathroom though like i'll start pissing in my dream into the porter john or whatever that i'm in the, the urinal i'll wake up i'll start peeing in the dream and i'll wake up and i'm like fuck i gotta take a piss you know what i mean like it's weird though how that works that is weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'll admit that right okay. here. Live. I've always been lucky because <laughs> normally when – actually, uh, every time when I see um, a toilet or I feel like I have to go to the bathroom in my dream, I'm like, bitch, wake up. You know yeah. you're dreaming? Wake yeah. up right yeah. now because if you piss this bed, I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> yeah, like I always – like, wake up yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do your not. Your bladder is not that big, I don't dude. care. <laughs> I don't Yo. care where that bathroom is in this dream. Do not go in there. Do not go in there. <laughs> you better wake up. So I always like wake myself up. So so here's what you should do, okay? You should spend You should more get up and go to the bathroom. Well, first off, you should <laughs> take your ass to the bathroom when you're awake. You're in a bed. All right. But we should what you should do when you're awake is spend more time looking after your own needs rather yeah. than the needs of others. Or stop drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or, or don't guzzle all that beer before bed. Right? See, I, I can see that, though. Like, let, let me just clarify real quick. When I say, like, I've used 
like I piss in the bed a couple times. <laughs> Can you it's just not, not like, clarify this? Can we just move on? So on? It's I'm gonna, already the damage has been I'm gonna, done. I'm gonna clarify. It's not Everybody. like I've totally like relieved myself in the bed. Like, <laughs> like it's like like a little drizzle, like a couple drops, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta fucking piss. You know what I'm talking about? You probably don't because you're you guys are saying the exact op- exact opposite. But I think at that point you're in such a deep fucking sleep. You know what I mean? That you can't wake yourself up. Yeah. Okay. And, like, when I sleep, I am a deep fucking sleeper. Bev's saying all the time, if the apocalypse happened while I'm sleeping, I'll sleep right fucking through it. I sleep like a fucking log, He only sleeps four hours a night, but, dude, he's dead when he does it. I'm I'm dead to the fucking world. I'm somewhere else. Like, I'm not here. (laughs) Okay. All right. But eventually I do wake up. I don't, like. Totally, like, <laughs> eventually just, I wake up. <laughs> I don't completely, like, piss the fucking bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a toddler. Yeah. Just maybe, like, I have like, to change my underwear mm. status. Like, I start pissing in the dream, and then I'll feel it in my pants in the real world. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get up and go pee. <laughs> All right, what else we got? What shit. else? Let's move from this piss shit. Yeah, you probably got this one. Teeth falling out. Yeah, that's, a, that's like, number two. What? Yep. Yeah, do you have what it means? Or do you uh, want me to read this? No, you go ahead. I just have a list. Okay. I got, uh, your teeth symbolize how confident and powerful you feel. So some situation is causing your confidence to crumble in waking life. I have had that dream before. I've never had that dream. I must yeah. not have a lot of confidence at all because I have that dream more often than you would think. Really? Maybe it's because my teeth are already fucked up in real life, but I have that dream quite often. And, like, it won't even have, like, it'll be a... Uh, like a side note in the dream, like it'll be a totally different dream, but my teeth will randomly fall. By the out. way, your teeth are out. Yeah, <laughs> and like my dream will keep going. Like my dream doesn't revolve around my teeth fucking falling out. By the way, out. if this dream wasn't bad enough, you toothless motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're being so chased by the demigorgon, and you have no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so what you should do is rather than seeing this situation as something that will leave you powerless, just try calmly thinking over the facts and relish it as a challenge. That's some bullshit advice. I feel like you got, I feel like, yeah. Man, this is some fucking bright side advice. This is not helping. All right, so everyone's had, I think, a dream of being chased. You guys had a dream of being chased before? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, all the time. Yeah, so that means there's an issue in your waking life that you want to confront, but you don't know how to. I feel like that is the vaguest. (laughs) Like, everyone has situations in their life they don't know how to confront. Those are the most often dreams yeah. that I was talking about that, sorry, not getting too personal, that Bev had earlier. Yeah. Like, 90% of the time when she's talking to me, she's saying, help me, help me, they're going to get me. And okay. she's being chased by someone. Okay, so you guys know how we had the conversation okay. about, like, what what we're the most afraid of. Right. Okay, and I said failure, which is true. It's okay. It's something that plagues my life. But there's one thing... That I am more afraid of. And I don't know why. And I have been afraid of this since before I knew what it was. Okay. Okay. So I have reoccurring dreams that um, the men from the Psych Corps. Do you know what that is? I do not. The Psych Corps was um, in the 60s and 70s. um, There's a conspiracy that... um, our government was experimenting with people with um, abilities, quote unquote, 
like okay. psychic abilities. Like psychic abilities. Oh, okay. And like there was the use of LSD and all this. Okay. Um, but there was there was this group called the Psychor that um w- they looked for these people mm-hmm. with these abilities, right? Right. So I've always had dreams that these men are after me. And it sounds weird, like because it's like they're in black suits, you know, they usually wear dark glasses and yeah. and have a little device that erases your memory. If you <laughs> right, that's the what light. it sounds like. <laughs> but no, the thing is, is that they're not physically chasing me. In my dream, they're chasing me in my mind. Like they're trying like to in your dream you even know that? Yes. Oh, so okay. yes, kind of, like um, kind of astrally, right? Or consciously? Uh, no, it's it's like I'll be in a dream, and I sometimes I know I'm dreaming, sometimes I don't. When this happens, but um, I'll I'll just be dreaming, like I'll be at somebody's birthday party or grocery shopping, doing something normal. Yeah. And then I stop, and I hear these voices in my head. Okay. And they're like, we've located her. We know where she's at. Oh, shit. And, like, they're coming after my mind. And what they want to do is they want to, from my mind, use these people with these psychic abilities to paralyze me. Oh, my God. So they can come get me. And I've had these dreams since I was a child. Like, I remember having these dreams when... And then... You know how I found out what the psychor was? I was... I don't even remember the name of the freaking movie anymore. <laughs> it was some movie... About um, and I can't even. Th- God, I can't. Who even was th- in it? I'm I'm trying to think of his name. Um, but he was like he was supposedly part of the. Oh, Men with Goats. Maybe was Men that the with one goats. with uh, George Clooney? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Men with goats. Yes, Men with goats. You talking about men who stare at goats? Maybe. So yeah, something uh, about men and goats, but it's where they. Yeah, it's the guys who stare at goats or whatever. It had a whole bunch of like really good actors in it. Yeah, yeah. it was like Ocean's Eleven, but for Nazis or something. Something. It yeah. was Nazis like the the government was training. S- they were oh, that's inglorious bastards. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They were trained with like uh, with psychics to see if they could spy on the. Yeah, it was called like the men who stare at goats. Yeah, men who stare at goats. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, because sure. Because they would. They would uh, kill the goats in the movie, see if they could, uh, yeah, like kill them in the movie to yeah. see if they could like assassinate. But I saw that movie people. like That's as crazy. a, you know, as an adult, and um, and w- as soon as I saw it, I'm like, holy fucking shit! These are the people that have been chasing me my whole life. <laughs> it was or, uh, insane. Like I actually like could not sleep for a couple nights after I saw that movie because it tripped my brain out so much. Or what's that oh other my movie? Gosh. Uh, wasn't that what, supposed what to be a comedy? It was like a yeah, comedy it was, slash drama. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like a serious. It wasn't a drama. It wasn't like a right. It was supposed to be like kind of a satire thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, the movie didn't scare me. What scared me was it was my first correlation to the people that were chasing me in my dreams. Oh, like okay. it kind of put a face to what I've been running from all those years. Right. What did you think about the movie Push then? Because that was kind of similar. Like, It was like an organization, a government organization with psychics that were hunting down other people with abilities. Yeah, like I loved that movie. I know like it got kind of mixed ratings. But I loved that movie because I was like, yes, exactly. Those fuckers are going to get you. 
and one day they're yeah. going to get me. Like, <laughs> it was just so real, you know? Um, oh gosh. Yeah, but that is actually my greatest fear, and I run from them a lot in my dreams. And, again, it's not like a physical chase. Like, I mean, sometimes they're, like, they're physically after my body, but mostly it's psychological. Right. Well, Which I know there's some, there's going to be some fucker that, sh- like, sends this to their their psychiatrist, and they're going to be, like, sending me a Twitter. You need to come see me. Yeah. You got some issues, girl. One thing I do, <laughs> one thing I want to bring up real quick, and it's relevant to what Bev was just saying. Doubt it. No, we it will is. Accept. When, when I say it again, I don't know if you remember it, but when we were living in North Carolina, I I don't think we remember what it was, but we were both sleeping, and there was some kind of force, and we were having the same exact dream where something was chasing us, and it woke us both out. Yeah, that was Like, it was, woke us both up, and we couldn't sleep the rest night. of the night. Like, Holy shit. like, we woke up at the exact same time, and I remember Bev being with me in my dream, and she remembers me being with her in her dream and we both woke up at the same exact time and it was yeah. these people that were chasing us and it was something similar to the psychor what we're just talking about and I don't know what it was to this day but and it was like 2 3 o'clock in the morning when we both woke up but we couldn't sleep the rest of the night wow. and like it had that much of an impact on us like it was, it was super so real. intense Especially when we found out we were having the same exact experience. Like, we didn't have to wake each other up. We woke up at literally the exact same time. We woke up. And we were we both woke up weird. in a cold sweat. And it was it was terrifying. Like, we couldn't fall back asleep. We tried to. We tried to put on, like, some calming, like, music or whatever. But we couldn't. It was creepy, crazy. man. The shit that happens when you sleep. That is it weird. just makes you wonder, like... What does consciousness do to you, you know? Exactly. In your dreams. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever had the same dream as, as another person. I it's can think it's of. weird when it happens. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Ooh. Maybe we can uh, pick up on this subject on another later episode sometime, because I know we're all kind of getting into this, but we're kind of running out of time here. Are we? Are we getting close to an hour? Uh, we're a little over an hour, probably. Well, <laughs> hopefully next time Todd can join us because he's got a lot of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is his idea. Yeah. Yeah, Todd. So hopefully our listeners will have sweet dreams after hearing this podcast about all the weird shit we do. All the weird ass shit. Sweet dreams. <laughs> sweet dreams. Hopefully we've gave some uh, meaning to your weird dreams. <laughs> Tune right. in. Good night. Night night. Alright, good night guys. Good night.